If we know our what, go from nothingness to a possibility, we know our who, possibility to probability, we know our how, probability perspective, we know our now, our perspective becomes our reality. So all that's left is to apply our why. Don't search for your why. I know my why. It's an omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing source that loves me, protects me, promotes me more than my mom. That's my why. My job is to apply it. So how do we apply our why? Well, if we shift the paradigm or perspective to I am instead of this is what I want people to think I am, that terrible energy suck that energy crisis that exists specifically and especially with our children, if we can allow them to feel comfortable with I am, what am I doing to interfere with what I am? In order to apply our why, there's four steps. One, practice identifying fear. I mentioned there's only two types of fear. Fear of the past, it usually manifests itself in resentment and guilt. Fear of the future usually creates anxiety and worry. Both extreme wastes of time, extreme waste of energy. Most people live their life in fear and then they wonder why they're not where they want to be because they're accelerating in a trajectory that they don't want to be in instead of focusing in on the what, the who, the how, and the now. If you can practice identifying fear, we then can utilize time as a quantitative measurement, a dependent variable, to allow ourselves to live in our why more often than to live in fear. To live in spirit, inspired, instead of in anxiety, worry, guilt, resentment, offense, separation, inferiority, superiority, worthiness, all the different things that we waste our life on. The need to be right. Gosh, I wish I could have all the time back, emotion, value, relationships back that I wasted with the need to be right. So if we can identify fear, number one, and then identify how we react to fear, you'll start seeing these clues and patterns of how you are moving in the wrong direction, why you aren't where you want to be or better, because you're utilizing fear and doubt in order to limit yourself or accelerate you in the wrong direction. We react to fear with ego. Ego edges goodness out of our life, gold, God, whatever it is, it interferes with your potential. So if we get into the practice of identifying, what is it I'm afraid of? Why am I so angry? And so I practiced identifying fear, asking myself, am I afraid of something that's happened in the past or am I afraid of something that's going to happen in the future? And then how am I reacting to that? And the reason it's important to understand that is the third step is to not resist it, try to out-logic it. Logic and emotion are not on the same frequency. They don't work together. So many people literally waste so much time, emotion, value, and relationships telling themselves logical things like, let it go. Let it go never makes it let go. You gotta shift your energy. Just stop. Breathe through your nose and out through your mouth. Remind, remember, and recollect what you're part and parcel of. An omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, infinite, abundant, unified system of thought that's protecting and promoting you, and breathe. And when you feel at peace, at ease, not at dis-ease, then roll back into what is it I wanted today in the trajectory where I want to be? What do I need to know or learn or give meaning to my past in order to get to where I want to be or better? Who can I help? Who can help me? How best can I get it done? Reprioritize accordingly and live in your why. Inspired in spirit, productive, accessible, and gracious with your time. Happy. You will make more money, help more people, and have more fun doing so. I guarantee it. Is it hard? Yes. Why is it hard? Gratitude's hard. Does anybody here think that gratitude will change your life? Anyone? You know it's free? It takes 0.1 seconds. I tell people all the time, you saw the video, right? Just say thank you. Say thank you before you go to bed and when you wake up. If you can do it for 30 straight days, I promise you, I guarantee you, it'll change your life. It took me nine months. Nine months to not miss a day. Even though I've studied physics, quantum physics, and metaphysics, even though I sit on the Transformational Leadership Council with the world thought leaders like Deepak Chopra, Bob 
Proctor, Mary Morrissey, uh, Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, the list will go on and on. Every one of these geniuses, these world thought leaders, tell me all the time, the easiest and fastest way, the cheapest, most inexpensive way to change your life is to say thank you. But yet it took me nine months. Who here thinks they could say thank you for 30 straight days? Anyone? Good. By tonight, half of you or half of us won't say thank you. By tomorrow morning, another half won't say thank you. And within three days, almost all of us won't say thank you. Do you know why? Probably the best sales tip that I could give you up here. Because the simple things to do are unfortunately simple not to do. So heighten your awareness, whatever the activities are in your daily practices, make sure that you're paying attention and giving intention to the simple things first, the non-negotiable things first, like your sleep, like gratitude, like productivity. Make sure you're raising your awareness to the simple things because the simple things to do are unfortunately simple not to do. Pay attention to and give intention to the trajectory of where you think you want to be, the coincidences that you want. I was talking to one of my mentors, his name's Bob Parsons. Has anybody ever heard of Bob Parsons? He's the founder of GoDaddy. Anyone know GoDaddy? So he exited for over $4 billion. And I was talking to him and they were recording the conversation and he said to me, you know, Dave, if you learn to love what you do, and I roll my eyes in the video because I know what's coming, you'll never work another day in your life. Anyone hear that? Yeah, but he did. He changed my life because he said, David, you know, if you learn to love what you do and you do it consistently and you do it long enough, it will tell you all its secrets. That's why it says, find the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential, your trajectory. That's why they're daily practices because these daily practices allow to learn to love all activity, to find the light, the love, and the lesson in all activity, to learn those lessons and to live a life that's abundant in a world of more than enough, to feel protected and promoted even when you don't understand or know how an outcome could be protecting and promoting you because it sure seems like punishment at the time. I promise you, if you learn to love what you do every day, if you live in spirit, inspired with what you do, it will tell you all its secrets and then you'll really be paying attention to the simple things because everything becomes simple if you have all the cheat codes. All the cheat codes. It's just easy, not dis-easy. Learning to identify the disease that you create through the fear of the past and fear of the future, how you react to that with ego, and then instead of resisting it, just stopping, dropping, and rolling will allow you to live in the world of more than enough. I am. I am happy. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am worthy and figure out what we're doing to interfere with it. You will make more money than you've ever made. You will help more people than you've ever helped and you will be happier, more passionate, purposeful, and profitable and having more fun in everything you do. You will find it simple to learn to love what you do. And if you do that, there will be no more worlds of not enough, being punished every day or just enough, buying things you don't need to impress people you don't like. Instead, you'll be expanding, growing into the world of more than enough. Not a zero sum game, not a competition, no winners and losers, just winners. Adding value to everything you see. Adding value in a value add world will allow you to live in abundance with faith. The best option of faith, whatever you believe in, of something omniscient, all powerful and all knowing that's protecting and promoting you no matter where you are and what you're doing. It's so easy to get discouraged, especially in sales. So many times I see so many people, they're this close and they forget to 
know what they want, who they can help, who could help them, how to get it done and prioritize accordingly. And they quit. They quit. Almost every entrepreneur that is super successful will tell you that they didn't quit at a certain time when everybody was telling them to quit, including the universe, their pipelines. It's really easy today to quit. I speak around the world, especially in real estate. And uh, I find it interesting because 80% of mortgage professionals are quitting. They've already decided interest rates are high, therefore supply is low, therefore there's no way to make money. I promise you one thing, they'll never overachieve their own self-image. There's tons of ways to make money. I'm gonna leave you with the best sales tip of how to make money no matter how challenging you perceive these times to be two ways to provide value. Let me just simplify all the sales trainings that you've had. One is to give people more of what they like. Two, take away some or all of what they don't like. It's that simple. When you're talking to someone about whatever the subject matter or topic it is that you talk about in a professional or personal way, the first step is one, to find an open mind. Don't waste your time on a closed mind. Closed-minded people will have open minds in a certain amount of time, so create a system to make sure that you're talking to an open mind. I use a three-no rule, so if somebody has set a date or a time when we're supposed to converse about a subject matter that they're interested in of something to give them more of what they like or take away what they don't like, if they blow me off or resist me, that's one, no. Second time, it's two no's. On the third time, I let them know the truth. Hey, this isn't a good time. Let me know when it is. And I walk away. When you do that, you either accelerate your sales cycle because they actually know because you've articulated a quantitative value to exceed what they're asking for of what they like or taking away what they don't like. And they'll accelerate it just because life is happening to them. And two, about 50% of people will never call you back. Think about how much time you just saved. Know that people have open minds some of the time and closed minds some of the time. So figure out for yourself how we find those open minds, how we meet someone where they're at and simply ask them, hey, what are you doing today? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Would it help you if? And then utilizing knowing who, don't be afraid to ask, do you know anyone that can help me? If you build a community of people that want to help each other and know people that can help each other, you build a community of people that will buy from you for life and sell for you for life, no matter what you're selling or buying. And now you have the tools to clear what's interfering from more than enough. Know your what, your who, your how, your now, apply your why. You will have more than enough of everything for everyone. You will make more money, you will help more people, you will have more fun, and you will be happy. And if you're happy, that will make me happy.